Three, two, one, and let's go. Welcome to the Eat The Flu Show with me, Chris. And me, Brad. And we're on to episode 22, storming through the 20s. Storm. With another show. Yeah, like it's going out of fashion. Exactly. Weekly basis, every Monday, dropping in for your lovely little ears. What your big ears? As, as always. How are things in the life of Brad? Uh, pretty good because I'm prepped, <laughs> I'm meal prepped. In yeah, so I'm basically what happened is let's let, let let me explain what happened. Okay, give them some background. Background. So basically, basically, basically. Can I say say a sentence without saying basically? I really hope so. So basically. last week I won a competition and it was for some workshops and some meal prep from Fresh Fitness Food. And can I just say, how did you win this competition? Uh, I tagged a few people in. Who did you tag in the competition? Uh, a couple of guys in there. Who, what guys do you know? <laughs> uh, some PTs. Oh really? Yeah. The one you're sitting next to? Yeah. <laughs> Cheers mate. <laughs> I'll tag Chris in it. Chris tagged me back, but I won. So, um, I'm going with you, so I'll let you off. Yeah, I, I am bringing him to the workshops. Not letting him eat thanks. the food. No, I don't share my food. Um, unless you bought in with me, unless you paid for it and you know. We bought it to share, you know, doesn't happen. Yeah, so uh, yesterday, today, and tomorrow, so Thursday, Friday, Saturday, I'm enjoying a completely, uh, or complete four days of food. How do you find it? Loving it, not gonna lie. Yeah? Um, I'm actually doing a review on it, so I'm recording myself, trying every meal. It's trying to become a YouTube sensation. Yeah, I could not do that as a job, like, I'm like, I, I, I nearly forgot. I actually forget, and I've only been doing it for one day. Like, Give it 10 days, you won't forget, it'll be natural. You'll be like, oh, I'm gonna eat, let's record a video. Oh, I'm gonna eat, let's record a video. Yeah, no, I'm literally just on the basis of what I think of the meals. Um, so it's been fun, breakfast, lunch, dinner, snacks, I don't know if you call it snacks. Uh, pretty much it's been five meals every day. Um, and they include snacks as meals, so. Do you know what that's good for? Uh, apparently metabolism. Exactly that. Keeping your metabolism high, mate. Yeah. Five meals a day. Yeah, to be fair, um, they are good for meals. Um, like the idea of it. And yeah, so full verdict will be available to watch on social media. What about yourself? Can't, I've been, can't wait for it, mate. Can't uh, wait. I bet you can't. So while <laughs> I've been stuffing my face with meal prep, yeah, you was was well. I've been stuffing my face with yeah, apart from oats. And uh, not a lot, to be honest. I haven't been stuffing my face with a lot. Which makes a change. Um, going away in just over a month for a two-week holiday and cannot wait. And the last few weeks, well, before that actually, probably the last few months, I thought, you know what? Let's see if I can get a little bit lean for it. I've never been super lean. I've never had a six-pack. I won't have a six-pack by the time I go. And I don't really want to give up the good stuff to get one. Don't want to give up those oats. Oh, not just the oats. Just all the tasty food that I enjoy so much. The chocolate. Um, but yeah, been getting a little bit leaner week by week. Um, we took some progress photos of the week, which yep. surprised myself actually with how things were looking, which is nice. Um, so yeah, nothing too extreme. Um, other than that, life has been good. Life is... Life has been good. Training's been good. Uh, Ian's been good. Work's been good. Been busy. Training has been good, really, this week. Yeah. And we'll cover it next week. Yeah. But 
We've been training solidly for about seven weeks seven now. Seven weeks now, yeah. Yeah, exactly seven. Um, so yeah, we'll go into that next week, kind of our training backgrounds and stuff like that, if it interests you. Uh, but it's been good. Yeah. Enjoyed it. Just finished today. Done loads of arms at the end. <laughs> yeah. Basically what we've done is just, we've gone for three body parts in every session. Legs, back, and arms. With the occasional uh, exercise of doing some pushing. Yeah, some chest and some Just to keep it ticking over. Um, yeah, and I'll just, we'll talk about this uh, next week, but uh, yes, that's what's been happening. Um, so, shall we crack on with today's show? Yeah, so in today's show, um, based on something we've seen, heard, watched, I don't remember to be honest, where I've seen it, all of it. All oh, the I, saw, I saw this like maybe um, two weeks ago. We thought we'd cover BMI and kind of what it gives us, what it's useful for, who it's not so useful for, um, and just, yeah, our views on BMI, yeah, really. and why it gets slated so much, and we're going to give you, uh, basically give you some critical thinking of where it's come from, as in who's criticising it, and why they're criticising it, and probably why they shouldn't be criticising it, essentially. Um, and then the best time to use it. So, yeah, we're going to get crack-a-lacking on that. And then we have... What have we got after that? We have got... What bangs our dumbbells? Nearly forgot. Bang our dumbbells. Yeah. <laughs> what clangs our dumbbells. And then random question of the week. However, this week's a little bit different because we've got some cluster questions. Is that what you're calling it? I don't know what I'm calling it. Quick fire rounds. Yeah, quick fire rounds. Five questions. Answer it straight away, no depth, just straight just in. Bam, straight off, no explanation. Bam, bam, no, bam. No thinking, first thing that comes to your mind. Yep. Cool. So, let's get uh, rocking and rolling with the show. BMI. BMI. Where do we start? So, what is BMI? Uh, so, BMI, you might have heard it when you've gone to the doctors yep. or like within the government. Uh, yeah, actually, talk. talk talking of doctors, normally when you go to doctors, they will have a chart on their desk or literally above the computer screen. Yeah, you see that a lot. And BMI stands for Body Mass Index. Um, and if you go to your doctors, or if you look online on the NHS website, if you're in the UK, uh, it will give you a number based on your height, your age, and your weight. They're in three categories, right? Yeah, yeah. And it'll give you a number and it will put you into a category. So you might be underweight, you might be a healthy weight, overweight or obese. Yeah. And I think sometimes they add an extra category. Morbidly obese. Uh, yeah, some yeah. calculators have like morbidly obese. Uh, anyway, yeah, go and continue. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, so yeah, those are your categories that you get put into. And it's based on your factors um, that we've already mentioned. And... Once you've got that, it gives you an indication of where you might sit. Yeah. Now, this is a little bit complicated bit because some people get hung up on it a little bit. Um, but should we just talk about who it's useful for? Before yeah. We start before to talk we go about... on to that, I just want to add, like, essentially what also it's used for is a good indication of pretty much where you are in your health. Yeah, because normally we associate people who are in the healthy category to be generally quite, you know, fairly active and no really uh, concern for any health problems. But when you start tipping over that overweight and then into the towards the obese section, we're looking at you know there's could be a potential correlation to 
more uh, what word am I looking for? I'm gonna say more likely to get like uh, like cardiovascular disease, any yeah. heart problems, any diseases and health problems. They're more likely to occur. Yeah, you're at higher um, risk. Um, yeah, that's it. High risk. Like diabetes is a really key one, I think. Yeah, for a lot of people, especially in the modern worlds, who are overweight or obese, they're yeah. higher risk. And we say high risk because it doesn't mean you're guaranteed it. No. And it doesn't mean if you're in the healthy category, you can't get it. No, you're, you're just at a lower risk. And, they, and you know, it's normally colour-coded with green being healthy, orange for being, like, concerning, and then red being, like, you need to you need to stop what you're doing and pull your finger out, essentially, and change it. You need to get your shit together. Yeah, and, you know, and there's a good correlation between the where you are on the chart to the potential risk of health factors you are. Yeah. And that's a really good point because... Uh, some people don't really realise that they just think being overweight just means you look like shit. But it doesn't mean, yeah. they don't think about what's happening inside, you know, they don't think about the health risks there are um, and stuff like that. So, yeah, I just, I think BMI is a good tool and we'll talk about why. Yeah, so, let's take, let's take 100 people. Yep. We're going to grab 100 people off the street and we're gonna work out their BMI. Now for 90% of those people, maybe even more, maybe slightly less, I'm just picking a number up. Yeah, here. give or take, you know. Give or take 10%. We're, we're just giving an example here. I'm not a statistician, and I didn't create BMI, so don't quote me on it. But for 80, maybe 90% of people, the BMI scale and the index and the number you get and where you fit in the category is gonna be quite useful for you because it will tell you if you are overweight, it will tell you if your weight is a healthy weight for your height and your age. And it might even tell you that you are slightly underweight and you know what, you might need to start thinking about eating a little bit more because there again, there are health risks if you are severely underweight. So once you've got your number and you're, you've found your category, most people, it's going to be useful for, right? Yeah, and the reason why it's going to be useful, because just as Chris said, um, we're talking about 80 to 90% people that you'd pull off the street, they are what we're classified as the general population. So you tend to normally hear like trainers or people who are experts to talk about this. You wouldn't hear someone who is a general population to say general population. Makes sense, right? Yeah. So the, the chart was designed for the, you know, the everyday worker uh, who lives in the UK pretty much, right? Exactly. Yeah. The general population. You know, someone who would train or exercise maybe three times a week might not even train yeah might not even train they're just you no know, just generally do a day-to-day shit basically yeah like normal uh, people yeah. outside the fitness industry yeah. and <laughs> so yeah so as chris said it's a great indicator for where you're sitting you know and generally if you do look and you are someone that looks at the bmi and it you get plugged uh you know and you are someone who fits in this general population category. If it comes up as overweight, you probably might find that you are. Yeah, I mean, firstly, you might be like, oh no, I'm no, not overweight. No, but, but you actually might be. But you actually might be. And again, as we said, it's, this isn't direct correlation to how much fat you have. It also just could be a consideration that you just might just be slightly overweight. You know, you might just be touching, like, you might just need to drop two kilos. And, but it's also a correlation to your health status because there is a good, there is a big correlation between overweight and increasing the risk of health factors. And we've, you know, 
research has shown this, anecdotally it's been shown, that once you reduce someone's weight, you know, on the scale, so if you can drop their body fat, right, it, um, that essentially that's what it's referring to, your risk of getting health um, diseases or anything like that, health issues, will go down. Exactly. And the key bit there that Brad mentioned is your risk. Yeah. It's not going to eliminate the chance, um, it's not going to completely make that chance zero. No. Everyone's at risk of anything, right? Exactly. At any point. Um, so, for most people, it's going to be useful. Yeah. For some people, including ourselves, yeah. uh, or people who do train quite often, who have developed a little bit of muscle, or a substantial amount of muscle, yeah. is it useful for them in the same sense? No. And I think this is why the topic came, this is why I wanted to talk about the topic, because I saw someone on Instagram the other day, and this is where it came from, he... He's a very muscular guy, very lean, and he looks like he's been training for a long time. And he was slating the BMI calculator. He was going, oh, the BMI calculator has put me out, uh, obese, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, and he goes, I'm not overweight. And I'm like, no shit you're not, because you're sub 10% body fat. But you've got, you know, it's someone like him who's very close-minded, and needs to understand that it wasn't designed for you. No. You're, you. He, you know, people like him, you know, like us, is not designed for us because we're not general population. Uh, we're someone who who walks probably fifteen thousand steps daily. We have a super active job. On top of that, we're training. You know, we're conscious of what we eat. You know, we're, we're. We're. I'm not saying that me and Chris are like. You know, super serious into eating like really, really well, but give me a burger, please. Exactly. Right <laughs> um, but yeah, it's that's what kind of pissed me off, and because I'm like, you're slating something that can actually stop people from dying. Yeah, and I at, think... like as uh, you know, they can extend their life. Yeah, and you're slating it because you've put your numbers to a BMI calculator that isn't designed for you, and this is what needs to be understood because there are a lot of I've seen it a lot of coaches will say BMI shit it doesn't it doesn't you know it doesn't evaluate this this and this no it doesn't but if you're going against yourself it isn't going to give you the right numbers and the reason why it potentially could be flawed is because it doesn't take into consideration your muscle no it goes it's on mass yeah. and mass is what you pull against gravity exactly literally all it is and so uh, if you've got more mass and it's from muscle, doesn't mean you're overweight. It just means the gravity pull on you is a little bit more than those who don't have muscle. So I just think it's, it's very stupid and I'm going to say kind of naive in a sense to think that the BMI yeah. calculator is shit and it should be taken away. Because if you are someone who's overweight and you don't train, Putting your numbers into the BMI scale is a great in indicator for where you are, and you know it will tell you up front. It won't lie to you. <laughs> it will numbers tell you. do not lie. Numbers don't lie. And if you if you are pissed off that the fact that it's in the orange or the red or the red, then you probably need to do something about that. Yeah, and we would want you to do something about it because, like you said, Fun. it will help reduce your risk of um, any health problems. any health problems. And potentially extend your life. And yeah. to be able to do that, 
and be able to know, okay, I can do a few things in my life to help extend my life, yeah. like, it's a no-brainer Exactly, for me. and on top of that, the benefits that you'll receive from trying to extend your life is you're going to feel a lot more better. If you're someone that, you know, gets you, you feel like it puts you down a little bit from the way you feel, it's going to make you feel better, you're going to look better, and you're going to have a lot more energy. Um, so there's not just the benefit of extending your life, like it's about enjoying your life as well and potentially better quality of life whilst exactly, you're alive. Exactly. So, so I think, you know, you should never, we shouldn't eradicate that because the people who are trying to eradicate it, for me personally, the people that shouldn't even be testing it. Like I've got clients that I probably wouldn't go be a my calculator because they've been training for me a while. However, yeah. I've got someone who's come in new and they're a little bit overweight, I'll happily use that because it can be a wake-up call. It could be a wake-up call and it could give them a goal to work towards. Exactly. Um, you wouldn't use it as the only goal because no. they might add a bit of muscle over time and they yeah. might actually be the same weight and then might be classed as overweight. No, but, but if, if you are taking someone who's overweight and hasn't really got any experience with training, I guarantee you six to 12 months, that is gonna go from the orange to the green. Like if you're doing your job properly, mate. If, if, exactly. <laughs> and if it yeah. doesn't, then we can look at well, you know, you are leaner. Mm, the scale's not moved. Well, maybe you're building some muscle. Um, Fingers yeah. crossed. Fingers so, crossed. Yeah, a bit of a rant there from me, but it kind of really just. I kind of wanted to just put my hand through the screen and give it a little punch to the face, like wake up, what are you doing? Because I know it's misinformation that you guys are getting and. I've seen it in, let's, let me give you a sample, I saw it a few weeks ago in a like Weight Watchers or Slimming World group and they were like, BMI calculator is shit, it said I'm overweight. I'm like, uh, it, it might be right. It might be right because... You're just offended by that fact. Exactly. And that's the that's point that I wanted to make is it calls out people on their bullshit. Yeah. And people don't like that. And we don't like it. I've, like Chris calls me out my bullshit, I call Chris all out my bullshit all the time. <laughs> And it pisses you off because it's someone going, what the fuck are you doing? Why is that like that? And why not? And you don't have the answer to it. I mean, if because you don't have the answer to it, you're like, well, I don't have the answer to it. Blah, blah, blah. It's like, just accept it and do something about it. Exactly. Um, so, yeah, I think people just get offended by the truth sometimes. Yeah. And I'm not afraid to say the truth because... Yeah. <laughs> You're better off facing the truth and doing something about it than ignoring it. Yeah, I've had um, clients come to me and say I'm on, I'm this number on the BMI. Now, I'll be honest, when I very started first being a PT, I used to do that personally. Go, BMI is shit, it doesn't continue, blah, 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 blah. But now I've realised, well, actually, it's really important for my clients. And so I'm open to the BMI. I recommend the BMI. Um, but I don't just recommend the BMI. And why wouldn't you not just recommend the BMI, Brad? So we've worked out our BMI numbers. Yep. Um, which is quite interesting to do, to see where we are. Yep, on the so scale. What was yours? So I'm currently sitting at about 72 kilos, which puts me at a BMI of 22.7. Uh, so just under 23. So sit quite nicely in the health range at the minute. Yep. Um, because if you get over 25 or above, that puts you overweight in terms of BMI. Yep. What is your BMI numbers looking like? So, I did mine, I'm saying at around 85 kilos, um, give or take between 85 and 86. And so I put mine in, I'm 
and it came out as I was 26.1. So I'm actually in the overweight category. Um, yeah, yeah, part of me probably went, what? Overweight category? And I was like, do you know what? It's fine. Uh, I know, um, it, to be fair, more on the edge of the the healthy category. Yeah, you're on the very low end of the overweight category. Yeah, and you're I'm not, not top in the top end. But again, I can say I'm probably not over. I'm not overweight um, because I can honestly say that I've got a lot of muscle mass in my legs. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> in between the legs. <laughs> yeah, obviously, no, but, someone who's trained over a number of years. Yeah, has gained and, but, a certain uh, amount of muscle, uh, which is probably why yeah. you're overweight. And that's what happens when you squat for like the last three years, just probably even longer. I've squat, 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 squat. Um, that's pretty much all I've done. So, um, yeah, and again, Chris is going to have a lower one because Chris is like nearly 15 kilos lighter than me. Yeah. And we're about the same height. So, um, but again, Probably got less muscle mass. Uh, not even that, <laughs> we've just got proportions. Yeah, you know, it's different, right? So, yeah, so again, it just proves to what we're saying. Um, I know I'm not um, unhealthy because I have a consistently um, like blood, blood pressure of 60 to 110. Now that's below uh, average. Yeah, which your, is a good thing. Your resting heart rate's my resting heart rate is, if I, you know, fifty-five. I think the other day I caught it below fifty, basically dead. Yeah, <laughs> I think it was forty-nine. So again, that's below average. So that's, you know, I know that I'm not unhealthy. So I mean, I, I know, yeah, I'm healthy. So I know that. Anyway, so yeah, I think if you're gonna take one thing away from this. Find out your weight, you should probably know your height, yeah. and you should definitely know your age. Plug them into a BMI calculator, see what you get, and see where you fit in that category. If it is on the overweight or the obese side, are you someone who does a lot of like muscle building training, yeah. i.e. weights, which might tip you into that way. Or if you're not, maybe think about your lifestyle and yeah. how that is contributing to your BMI. Yeah, and even if you are, um, someone who does weights, think about how long you've consistently been doing weights. Just because you've been doing weights for the last year doesn't mean you've come from the healthy option up. You may have started from a little bit higher up and you're slowly working your way down. Be critical and be honest with yourself. Take a look at yourself and go, well, actually, I probably could do with dropping some body fat. Maybe I am over that overweight section. Um, but then don't go in there, like what Chris said, don't go in there and be like, well, I'm training, that means that's wrong, because you could potentially trick fooling yourself. Exactly. Be honest. Be honest about it. And if you're confused, drop us a message. We'll help. Exactly. And I think that wraps up nicely. Yeah, it does. What's it banging did. our dumbbells this week? You had a very good <laughs> topic earlier. I did. And... Yeah, let's just be brutally honest about it, shall we? Yep. The topic is family or friends which ask about um, training or nutrition, stuff like that. And now, I've got no problem in helping anyone. No. Like, if someone wants some support, some advice, they've got some questions they're unsure about and they come to me with an open mind, or even a closed mind, I'll have a conversation with them. Yep. 
the thing that gets a little tricky is when not even people want stuff for free. I think it's people not being honest enough with themselves and saying it to make themselves feel better that they want yeah, some support. And I think that's generally where it comes from. Yeah, it does. And I'm saying someone might ask, oh, what training should I be doing? Or should I be eating this? Or can you help me with my training? Or can you yeah. help my nutrition? Or whatever it is. Um, so someone might ask that. And I'll be open to it. But nine times out of ten, they've asked, I feel like, I could be wrong, I feel like they're just asking that to make them feel like they've taken a step towards doing something without actually committing or actually wanting to do it. Like, Yeah, 100%. It's, I wouldn't say appeasing to me, but it's, yeah. If I wasn't, basically, if I wasn't a personal trainer or someone who knows a little bit about nutrition, they wouldn't be going seeking that advice of anyone else. No. Guarantee it. Nine times out of ten. Yeah. And uh, I agree with you there. I've, and I feel like sometimes, not even like family members, I feel like people do that in general. They'll be like, oh, I'm going to go to the gym. Yeah. To make themselves feel a little bit better. And they'll start a diet because they're like, yeah, I'm going to go do something. And then they're like, and I don't really want to. And I think there's a few ways we can go about this because, again, it's the first one where you were saying it's like, back to what you were saying, they ask you and they don't really do anything, they don't follow it up, and I've had it before, oh Brad, can you help me? I'm like, yeah, 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 like, drop me a text, and we'll sort of sign up, I don't mind helping, yeah, but it's absolutely. when they don't pay attention and don't listen to what you're saying, they're like, don't fucking ask me then, if you're not going to do what I, t- I tell you, yeah. like, honestly, I'd rather you, like, rather you not ask, and again, I feel like they also ask, because, they feel like they should, yeah, because you're a PT and they think that all, or I know some people do live and die like fitness, but I know I'm not. The minute I walk out of the gym, I'm like, fuck fitness. Like, I don't want to hear about it. I've got a life outside of the gym. Exactly. Like, when someone talks to me about training, I'm like, I don't give a shit. I, I literally, I've been to a parties and everyone's like, what do you think of this? I'm like, I don't really care. I think they're probably the worst places for it because yeah. of the social pressure and social aspects some people feel. That as soon as you mention, oh, I'm a personal trainer, it's like, oh, can I be drinking this alcohol? Or, oh, should I be eating this? Or, like, it makes you wonder, like, it obviously makes, I always feel like, that must be in the back of your head. Because if that's the first thing you mention, as soon as I say, I'm a PT, then ask yourself, honestly, do you think that's something you should be doing? Mm. Obviously, you don't think it is because it's like... It feels like the subconscious is going into coming out a little bit and going, oh, should I be drinking it? It's like, you know, and they, I feel like they watch to see if you're looking. I've had the question like, oh, I don't really eat this. I'm like, I don't care. And then I go and get the exact same plate and then you get the comment, should you be eating that? Yeah, I should actually. I enjoy it. You probably should have. <laughs> you should probably eat in those two portions of cake where I can. Because, again, we have... People misunderstand a lot of shit um, again, but back to what you were saying. Yeah, they feel like family feel like mem- uh, family members feel like, uh, oh, can you help me because we think or we care. Like sometimes we're like we're not, we don't care. Just fucking, if you want help, show us that you want help and be consistent with it, right? Yeah, because we would never want to discourage any like anyone that we know or anyone that we don't know from asking for help no like at all but it's more just only ask for help if you genuinely want it yeah like often it's you're asking for help for other reasons rather than actually wanting it yeah which 
I wouldn't say it gets tiresome, but I mean... I, I would say it does. It does to a certain extent, but then at the same time, it's just like, you're not doing yourself any justice for asking for help when you really don't want any help. And it's more just for your own good. Like, yeah. You might feel like you're doing something, but in reality, you're not. You're just asking for something. No. And again, you don't want it. The other way, the other thing I could think about is they don't want what they think they want. Yeah. Like, they say they want to lose weight, but they have them, they don't, they haven't found the pain point enough. Like, they don't want it as much as what they say. Yeah. Like, and it comes down to the change versus staying the same, right? Yeah, it's all a trade-off. And it ties back to very, what we talked at the start. It would be nice to have a six-pack, don't get me wrong, but I'm not willing to give up the things I enjoy to get that. So, you don't want it enough. I don't want it enough. I'm not going to put in the work to get it. No. My life isn't going to be any better or worse without it. No. So, but on the other spectrum of that, just what we're talking about, the BMI, just because someone doesn't want it doesn't mean you shouldn't. Yeah, like, they're totally different matters. But, yeah, <laughs> um, but sometimes it's those people who say stuff like that. Exactly. Right. Well, should we move on? On a brighter note, we are going to chat about <laughs> the quick fire round. Ask okay. the coach. You want to go first? So I can go first. Yeah. Okay. Right. Five questions. Five questions. You're gonna to have to shoot off the hip. Ouch. And give me your answers. Okay. You ready? I think I'm ready. Go to pizza toppings. Go to pizza toppings. Yeah. What are your go to oh, pizza toppings? Oh, my pizza toppings. Yeah. Or your go to um, pizza? Okay. Chicken. Yeah. Some barbecue sauce. Yeah. And like some. Meaty type of like some beef or something like that. <laughs> meat, barbecue meat. Yeah, just meaty pizza, really. Anything else? Um, oh, and extra cheese. Ooh, extra got, cheese. Gotta go for extra cheese. I feel like I'm limited to just because most pizza places you only get three toppings. Well, yeah, if you go for like the pound pizzas, but other places you can get no, uh, customized. Yeah, but you have to pay more for those. Spurge oh, out. Yeah. Uh, chicken or beef? Chicken. Go to Easter egg. Cream egg. No, 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 no. The first thing that came to mind. It would actually be Betty's. Betty's Easter eggs are phenomenal. Never heard of it. And oh, God. You clearly didn't care enough. You said cream egg. No. Uh, squats or deadlifts? Squats. Donuts or cookies? Donuts. There we go. Donuts all day long. Uh, what are Betty's Easter eggs? Okay, so back on that topic. So, uh, you know Hotel Chocolate? Yeah. They, have you ever had their chocolate? Yeah. Easter egg? No. So they're thick, like a good half to an inch, right? Wicked. Now, Betty's chocolate is super, super expensive, but the quality of the chocolate is just like mouth-watering. Where did you buy it from? Never heard of it. Uh, you have to buy it online. It's expensive. Right. They do like, have you ever seen the video on social media of the massive Easter eggs? No. So they do one that's like this, like, I'm, I don't know what that is, three foot? Yeah. Yeah. That. No, what they're doing Easter egg that's three foot. And it's it's in proportion to its width as well. It's £120. I'm not surprised. But that will feed you for about half a day. It's so good, like the quality of the chocolate. Like, have yeah. a little look. Um, I, I promise you it's worth it. Like, I will you, tell you what I saw on social media someone, about Easter egg. Cut off the top of an Easter egg, so maybe take off like the top quarter or the top third, and then fill it up with Bailey's. <laughs> How do you eat that? Just drink it. You drink it, yeah. And then you eat the egg afterwards. Fair play. I thought it was great. I might give that a go. Okay. Right, off exactly the same as what you did to me. I'm going to ask you the questions. So, number one. 
Favourite burger topping? Oh, uh, onion, bacon, cheese, um, maybe some actual good ha- uh, gherkins. Um, what else have I missed? Oh, sauces. Burger sauce. Burger sauce. All day long. Cool. Yeah. Pie and mash or fry up? Oh, fry up every day. Oh, I'm shocked by that one. Hit or steady state? Steady state. Squats or deadlifts? We had the same deadlifts. <laughs> Great minds. Would you go for a TV series or a movie? Um, movie. I haven't got enough time commitment for TV series. There you go. Too, much Done. Time. Too much commitment. Easy. Easy, easy, easy. Alright. Done and dusted. Yeah, I think that's done and dusted. So, bit of, I feel like a bit of a ranty one today. I think it was, but all in good nature. Yeah, um, and it's all informative because I, it only becomes ranty because we see misinformation being plugged. Exactly, and rather than argue with people online because, let's face it, who's got time for it and what are you going to gain from it? Yep. Let's just put out what our views are on things and share that with the world instead. Share the love around the world! Okay, let's wrap it up. Um, where can they find you if they want to find you and you're singing some my dad moves? You can find me on uh, social media at, I forgot for a minute there, Bradley G Fitness. Um, so you come and find me. Uh, have a laugh with me. To be fair, most of the shit I'm pointing out at the minute is just comical stuff. Why not? Um, yeah. Join, join. Yep. Most of my efforts is going into other stuff at the minute. Uh, yeah. Where can they find you? If they want to find you, eating oats. Eating oats. Oh, All he does is eat oats. oats. I'm telling you, there are other foods in the world for breakfast, but they're not as good. Oh, there's um, other foods for Chris, but he doesn't want them. Well, I want oats. Like, I would rather have other things for lunch and dinner, but that's another topic for another eggs. day. I'm guarantee you scrambled eggs, mm. one toast is probably the same amount of calories. Yeah, but for my convenience right. <laughs> and enjoyment, oats, standard. Anyway, anyway. Um, so where can they find you? Where can they find me and my oats? Okay, Vel Fitness, and that's on Instagram or Facebook. Really, really simple, V-E-L-E Fitness. Um, and if you want to find the two of us together, that's that eat the blues. Double trouble. Double trouble or double value, who knows. Um, again, Facebook or Instagram. Any other updates on anything at all? No, um, we are just cracking on with our seven day pass. So if you're local to Wanstead um, and you want to grab a seven day pass with us for our boot camp, it's seven days. Um, we can. You know, you get everything that you would get for a full membership. So if you're struggling with where to start your weight loss journey, um, you want a new way on how to get in shape without being... Spending hours in the gym. gym, Treadmill without boring. You know, without giving up your pressure time with your family. And you kind of want to know how to lose weight without eating chicken, rice and broccoli and starving yourself and then crashing out. And then putting it all back on and again. And also a big thing, how to enjoy your weekends while dieting. Then if you want any of that, come and say hello to us, basically. Swing swing by our way. Yep. Swing my way, swing Chris's way, and we can help you out. Uh, we can get you some results, and it'll be easier than what you think, we promise. That's a wrap, guys. No make promises, but we'll promise you that you will enjoy it. Cool. Take care, catch you next week. Ciao, bello. Bye-bye.